Hey everyone, and welcome back. And because we've been doing so much work in the neck and on the neck of late, I'm talking about Dr. Dustin Sulak's specific neck exercises. Myself was here at the workouts for geriatrics. Importance of stretching the muscles, and I wanted to go back and put this in as an addendum. Speaking of pain in the neck, and I just a little bit. This is from when Dr. Tom Wolf was on my show a couple of months ago. I'm going to play that episode, but I want to read from his Active Life Integrated Health website, where he's referencing. Literally a pain in the neck, and I'm going to read verbatim from his website. How many times have you heard the saying, "What is a pain in the neck?" or "What a pain in the neck." That phrase is so common because neck pain is aggravating. No one wants to feel neck pain, not even for a minute. Chronic neck ache is even more frustrating because it goes on and on. For many common causes of neck pain, chiropractic care can provide a natural way to help the neck heal. When the joints, the muscles, and the nerves of the neck get out of line, chiropractic techniques can help them realign. When the neck has been stressed, chiropractic manipulation guides the neck back into its normal functioning. Causes of neck pain are many. While neck and head injuries are obvious causes of pain, problems with the neck can have many other causes as well. Too much heavy lifting or long hours of highway driving can affect the alignment of the neck, as can wearing a heavy shoulder bag, poor posture, <coughs> or obesity. Something Dr. Tom and I did talk about obesity. I was sure that you're about to hear here in just a couple minutes. Chronic stress and tension can also put strain on the neck. Constant sitting for work or school stresses the neck, made worse by furniture that doesn't support well. The neck also takes a toll from aging and the rigors of daily life. I'll be talking more about this specific article from Dr. Tom, and then elaborating about neck pain a little bit more. Later, when I do our next workout for geriatrics, so I wanted to interject that here. I guess now is a prelude to what you're about to hear from oh, about eight weeks ago when I had Dr. Tom on the show, and I'm going to be reaching out to him soon to have him back on the show, as he agreed to come back, and I think it's time to talk and welcome him back from his active life, integrated health. We'll take a 10-second break, and we'll be right back. And it will be the archive to Dr. Tom. Thanks, everybody. I added this addendum on the 11th of September. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Kennel Kelp Holistic Healthcare Products. Show with Grandpa Bill, and 
today will be here for the better part of an hour because because I'm gonna revisit a recent interview I did with Dr. Tom Tom Waldorf from Integrative Medicine, and the reason is of recent though we've been isolating the neck area in our workouts for geriatrics, stretching and so forth. So I'm gonna put in a quick addendum. In about ten seconds here, and then we're going to go right to what was the forty-seven-minute interview with Dr. Tom. Because, because I'm going to reach back out to him. We both agreed to have him back on the show, and it'll be a scheduling thing. So I'm going to reach back out to him, and when I get him back to do so,、uh, I want to revisit with him talking about the neck. So what I'm going to do in lieu of until we get him back is read from his website specifically about a neck, the way that he phrased it and so forth on his own page, and that will be hopefully for everyone's sake the archival show of what we did talk about and then what's with us upcoming as I go into a huge scheduling <laughs> over the remaining quarter of this year. And we'll get Dr. Tom back on the show. So, ten-second break here to yourselves. I'll do that quick excerpt, and then it will be the replay of the archival interview. We'll be right back. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being patient. Here's Dr. Tom continuing forward. Building muscle. Exercising that muscle, you're going to constantly need more calories and burn more calories. Case of case of one, my wife's constantly saying, especially at the price of food nowadays, right? She goes, "My God, you eat so much food. How do you stay so?" And she knows the answer. And it's not that I'm, you know, anything other than I finally made up my mind. I never want to be like that again. So I do、right. a little bit of free weight, and, and and I do exercise bands. So I have pretty good. Lean muscle mass. I mean, I don't do any heavy weights. You don't gonna, need to. I'm not going to be Mr. Maine or put on muscle mass <laughs> or anything、Maine. like that. But I find <laughs> I find that the resistance bands and then the free weights, and I go low and slow, and、sure. that's my whole theme when I work out for geriatrics. Most of we senior citizens, and that's not to say, oh, I know a guy that's 75 years old. God bless him. He's going to be in a heavy, and you would never know, man. But I think that's the exception to the rule for、right. most people in our age bracket. So my point on that, I think, especially elderly, not to diminish the young kids either, but lean muscle mass will allow you to do a lot of things in senior citizenry that you、right. might not be able to do if you don't. Well, it's it's interesting, you know, because we also deal with osteoporosis. Correct. And why? Because of the way we eat, number one,、uh, and number two, the lack of weight-bearing exercise. You have to put stress on the body for to grow, you, both you mentally and physically. You, you have to add stress, but not constant stress, which is what we deal with, unfortunately,、right. every day、right. now. It's correct that constant fight and flight.、Right. You know,、right. we we have to calm it down and and、uh, relax, allow our body to heal. But you have to stress it out for it to build. You 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 can't just、oh, I'm just going to do some easy stretches and that's fine. But you're not going to build muscle mass. 
you're not going to strengthen that the ligaments and tendons and the cartilage in your joints you have to work them and it's the but same premise i'm sorry it's the same premise as you said those that are running i love the people that are on the bikes and everything you know but if you're only doing that exclusively like you say yeah wait and to your earlier point unless you're doing some kind of resistance what you can work out two three four five years and you'll never notice the difference unless you start right. to get that resistance that's you're right. almost count you're almost being counterintuitive if you think like geez i'm gonna work out now and i'm gonna really lose weight and all that and i think that's the naivety maybe to coincide with the western diet too I'm not sure overall if we're quite there yet and we're getting better we're getting better and i think the younger generation is we all we all folks are probably a tad more difficult to convince me <laughs> about about you know this is what you need to do and how you need to do it what are you finding in your practice do you find that to be the case are these seniors yeah. yeah i think seniors have well this is the issue seniors have more time Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. And you know, and I find the younger folks it's easier just to go through a drive-through. Right. And so the reality of it is it's laziness. It is. It is. And boy, are we a, and again, a, most in the western atmosphere, we have a propensity to be pretty lazy. Yeah, you know, we've we've allowed our technology to allow us to be lazy. We're allowing we? our technology to allow us to have time to take care of ourselves. Correct. Correct. So don't let the technology always being on the phone, always you know watching TV, right. Uh, right. Um, affect what you're doing because right. you need to get out. You need right. to be working out. You need to be taking care and doing self care. And if you don't. When you get in your 60s, 70s, and 80s, you'll wish you it had. It can be a tough run. It can be a tough mm -hmm. run. It can be Absolutely. a tough run. And But I mean, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately. The, the, the chronology and the aging process, of course, is going to happen. You know, yeah. however, but <laughs> I just never really want to be incapacitated if I could possibly right. prevent that. And right. It's not a quality of life. Well, there's one other thing that I don't want to miss okay, in this please, conversation. Please don't. Please. Particularly for Ben, yes. Is you if you have not been tested, you should have your testosterone levels tested. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. If you have not had your blood levels tested for testosterone, correct. You need you to. Should. You should. You should. You should. Yeah. Have you? I I well I have, but you know what? I probably it's been a while. I probably should do it again. I it's yeah. been probably. The better part of three years, so I probably should do it again. Yeah, yeah, because we want to be at optimal levels. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, and two to three hundred. When they come back and says, "Oh, you're you're up within range," I don't want to be within range. I want to be optimal. Absolutely. So always remember that because typical allopathic medicine is not looking at anti-aging. Correct. They're they're not looking at how can I stay looking like I'm 40, 50 years old right. when I'm 80. Right. Well, you do that by having proper levels of testosterone, making sure your estradiol, all your hormones are normal, right. um, and both men and women. And so that's one that I really want people to understand that there is a, a, a term called andropause. Right. Men actually go through. 
hormonal changes just like women do. It's funny you should say that because when I listened in the car or whatever to the talk shows or the sports shows or whatever, a lot of the commercials are for that. And it's and it's younger. Everybody's younger than me at this stage. It's a lot of, it's a lot of younger men, like late 30s, 45 years old. Oh, geez, oh, yeah. I went to the... You know the ABC clinic, and I had my testosterone well. I feel great, and you know, I'm so glad I did it. Oh yeah, it's well. This is the interesting thing: cardiovascular disease starts around 45. Yep, yep. Men's testosterone levels start dropping around 38 to 45. Correct. So right in that, so, yeah, right in that zone. Yep. So your cardiovascular system and your heart are made up of what? Muscle. You're gonna test me now, right? <laughs> muscle. Yeah, right. Muscle. Right. What repairs muscle? Testosterone. Correct. Correct. So, as men, if our testosterone levels drop in that two to three, four hundred range, we are not repairing anymore. It affects our mental health. It affects our capacity to manage pain. It, it affect, affects, of course, our drive. Um, so that's another. Outside the peripheral neuropathy, men's testosterone, and, even, and particularly women, because women after menopause they don't do anything. Say, say, same premise with the ladies on estrogen. Yeah, and that if that's not balanced between estrogen, progesterone, estradiol, and testosterone, they need it too. And, and if you look at a, a couple in their 60s and 70s, the woman starts looking more like a man, and the man starts looking more like a Isn't woman. Isn't that the truth, though? Isn't that the truth in some instances? It really is. It really it's is. It's because their hormones are off. <laughs> so, not, to be, not to be graphic, but when we start to get little whatever, yeah. right? It's like, what's going on here? It's not here? enough testosterone in your system. Yep. So there is a way for us to stay young. There, there really is. And right. I, I think for people that want to have an active life, that's why right. I like to call our, our clinic active life. Right. Um, you need to seek this out because I know in my thirties, late thirties, early forties, um, with the other companies that I've had and products that I had always dealt with and pharmacists and compounding pharmacists that I worked with, right. I had to learn the hard way about my testosterone level. And I went through dealing with my primary care provider. And he's like, well, you want hormones. We need to send you to an endocrinologist because they're afraid that you have a hormonal disease. Correct. Correct. Not that I want to be, have wellness care. Right. So finally he gave me my testosterone every two weeks. And I'm like running around like a crazy man after the first injection. And then a week and a half later, I'm like this again. So. Right. There's right. better ways now to do it. There's so much data out there on the benefits of it for men and women, and for women, how it can be cancer preventative. Correct. So, so again, when people are listening to your podcast, I just really want them to have an understanding that they don't have to age um, to the extent that we have been. Now, Doc, how would folks, dumb question, probably the obvious answer, but how would folks that obviously aren't in Reno or Nevada or that just contact you directly through, the, through your yeah. website? Yeah, they could contact me directly because I'm working with an organization. Okay. Um, and uh, this organization, I've worked with multiple compounders, so I've been doing it for 20 plus years. But this one organization does trains physicians throughout the country. 
Right. So if anybody has a question about it, they can reach out to me through info at activelifereno.com. I'll reach Perfect. out to this organization and say, who do we have in Maine uh, yeah, that right. is doing our program? That's what we would do. Are you comfortable with me sharing what you shared in the green room about your son in Maine? Are you oh, absolutely. Okay, sure. The, the doc and I, the doc and I, you know, were convincing a tiny bit to get to know each other a little bit, and it came up in conversation that his son is still attending. Yeah. The naval. No, academy. he's not still attending the academy. He graduated in 2015. Oh, okay, I got you. And then they put him into nuke school for two years. Wow. So he can understand nukes on a sub. So he did that for three years out of Hawaii. Wow. And now he's in Japan. Wow. And fellow Mainers and those that aren't, yeah, uh, he did indeed go to Castine right here in Maine, correct? Uh, he, well, he went to Annapolis. Oh, okay, okay. I, you're familiar with Castine when we were Yes. Gone. I'm sorry, yeah. I misunderstood. I get everything. <laughs> I get everything <laughs> yeah, he went on. to Annapolis. I thought he actually attended here, but hey, Annapolis isn't chopped liver, is it? <laughs> no, not him. at all. Good for, good for him. Good for him. Good yeah, for him. You should it's be pretty exciting. Of course you are. Absolutely. Doc, do we have you for a few more moments or so? Yes. Or Any I other questions? to segue into, as I told you, the green room, my green room, a little inside joke with the doc, my green room, <laughs> that I perused his website and did the Prelude show. And as I went through his categories of services, one that intrigued myself because it ties into what we've talked about a little bit, my own exercise routine and the program I do for workouts for geriatrics. Can you expand upon your exercise specialist category that I just briefly went through? I think that might be of interest to folks too. Yeah, my oldest patient is 100 years old. Get out of town. Good for him. He just turned 100. God He's bless worked him. with two of my exercise coaches. First one was uh, David, and he did balance work with him, awesome. and then got him hitting bags. Get out so, of town at a hundred! At a hundred! He was ninety-nine, ninety-eight, I think, when we started. When he stopped, when he stopped, or whatever. Yeah, and so they'd get him into the gym, and he'd start hitting bags. So it helped with coordination and balance, it and does. also helped with strength because he had to hit it those does. bags. It does. And we've had probably 10 patients do the boxing. So I, I've I got, love, uh, yeah, I, love, it's, I think it's, it's so great, much fun. I think it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's a great way to get out some frustration, but I mean the movement, yeah. the movement, the movement. It's the movement. It's so the we've movement. got, uh, uh, we've got two boxing coaches, uh, the one that does some martial arts and body balancing. Correct. And then we have one that does um, weights building muscle mass now so, are you a proponent are you a proponent of like the chips or you don't do that with the emf type of chips electromagnetic field for balance or not necessarily uh not something i've been dealing with too much but because of the whole um emf Correct. all the electronics right. i'm looking at some more things uh because i want to do some internal studies with nitric oxide Please do that if if we can bring down the amount of EMF and electronics oh around us. Can that would we, be yeah, wonderful. can we reduce the the that need for so much nitric oxide? Please, please, please keep me advised of your ongoing progress on that. That would be awesome. yeah, we'll do. Yeah, I'm still in the midst of studying different EMF blockers. 
So yep. then we can do a controlled clinical trial and see oh if they God, actually that work. Would be, that would be so, I would love to see that come to fruition. That would be so intriguing. Yeah, pretty interesting. You would actually probably ingrain them like up somewhere around the handles of the said walker or something like that. When they well, the units that I'm looking at actually would be throughout the clinic. Got it. Got it. Um, so I haven't really developed uh, the study yet. So we're still kind of playing around with it. For those that don't know, can you tell folks how big and all-encompassing in the staff that you have with it is pretty impressive. Please do, Don. Please tell them. Well, I've got myself as a chiropractic physician. Uh, we'll probably be, be bringing on one other chiropractic physician, but we've got nurse practitioners. Uh, we've got uh, three, um, four exercise coaches. we got a therapist and a psychiatrist wow. that are coming on board. And we might even have an orthopedist coming on board. Cool. So that way we can address every aspect of the patient and as we were talking about everyone's an individual and we call it transformation 360 and we're all in this loop and a patient can come at any part of that loop whether they need me or they need hormones first or they need weight management first or they need therapy first but it all gets integrated that's why we're active life integrated health to really provide a well-rounded program for an individual so they can really have the success they're looking for. That's, that's truly the epitome of a one-stop shop, if you will. If you will. I mean, you got the bases covered in the house. Yeah. Awesome. Over awesome. the years, um, I've seen medicine so siloed. Correct. Basically, you know, you've got this provider here, this provider here, this provider here. You refer to that provider, you never hear from the patient again or somebody sends them to you, but you really don't know what the other provider did. Correct. Um, I, I think it's unfortunate, but it is the way that the system has been developed. And um, I kind of want to change that. And, and don't you find that under that promise for so many reasons, the world the way it is, that under that promise so much gets lost in, no aspersions on anybody, gets lost in the translation from what well, did happen at facility A and then they had to go 30 miles to do faction two. Well, it's the, it's the to time. It. It's too fractionated. In the time, it, you can't do yeah. it justice. And it probably can't do you justice, if you will. Well, the I reality think. of it is our healthcare system isn't healthcare, it's sick care. Right. And, and most people are, are oriented towards that. Doc, right. just give me something for it. I don't have time for this. Right. Or I'm going to go to the ER because I've got a cold. I'll do it next we're, week. I'll do it next yeah, week. <laughs> yeah, we're so yes. sick oriented that we're not health mindset. Correct. So I want to get us away from this concept of sick care and move into health care. And that's Correct. that's that's what, what we're, where we're at. And allowing, and I love this phase, I, phrase, allow the power that made the body heal the body. Uh, we just have to be supporters of that. And of course, those of, a, of an alternative integrative ill are a little bit more aware that, of course, the body can and will heal itself well, yeah. given the right methodology, modalities, yeah. and opportunity to do so. Absolutely. It's, it, the body is definitely, I'm not sure about spiritualism or whatever, but it definitely is a gift from God and it definitely is such an amazing an amazing organs <laughs> the body it's just amazing yeah you know that's the thing i know when i started school and i was a biochem major 
my undergrad and then went into chiropractic school and started right. studying embryology. And I'm like, this just didn't happen <laughs> out of thin air. Right. It's way too complicated. <laughs> and it can, I mean, those that jump in practitioner-wise, but those on the periphery, I mean, I've read some books and stuff. And it's like, I'm going to have to read this about five more times before. <laughs> but but, it does, but you do you do catch on, you know, I've read physiology books. And I don't know if I'd want to do a dissertation and, you know, tell you. But I get, I get the concept. I mean, I do, I do. And I'm very much into the heart brain connection and that type of thing. So maybe, maybe we have a little bit more advantage getting out of the gate of trying to do something about it with that. Well, I, I do believe, you know, what happens in the physical happens in the spiritual, what happens in the spiritual happens in the physical. I don't think we can isolate ourselves from our mental and spiritual we, we just can't it's who we are. yeah there's vibration there's there's so many things that orient us to who we are as human beings that if we weren't unique then all the animals would have it and all exactly. the other exactly. we're the only creature on this planet that's able to discern and understand where we're at in time and space and exactly. so from that perspective, there's so much more to this than, than just... We haven't the, even cracked the surface yet, have we, Doc, really? Uh, we haven't even no, cracked the surface yet. No way have we. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a long, it's a long time. So one thing I would love to do, and we can keep you here all day long, but I'm sure you have other things to do. You probably, I have, actually a practice, do. You probably have a practice to run. Some, I do. Some like a practice or something like that. <laughs> but I would love to have give you an open invite on contingent on your schedule because I think the subject is so multitudinous. I would love to have you back again. Absolutely. To be continued, if you will. To be continued, that'd be fine. Okay. Great. Uh, Sound agreeable? Sounds agreeable. Was there anything else that you feel as though we should interject before we say bye-bye today here just for everybody's... Yeah, I, the one thing, and I've experienced this in my career, is that I'll get people that come into my practice that they've tried everything. And they have no more hope. Right. And that, that's the one thing I want to say is there's hope. There's hope for healing. Um, don't give up, because as soon as you do, then then it's then you're over. So that's that's my biggest thing is is keep keep the faith, keep hopeful, keep striving, don't quit. That's keep so looking important. for your solution. That's, that's such a that's such an important message, Doc. Whether they even ever entertain your services, sure, the, the message, 100%. the message, because there is hope. It, things are There's a little topsy-turvy right now, which adds to all of it for all of us at sure. different levels with distress. And anger. I mean, how could it not? How right. could it not? So I think that's a very resounding and important message, most assuredly when it's applied with the methodology and modalities. But the yeah, message, the message. One the last message. thing is, is don't do it alone. And, and Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> you know, it's you, almost insurmountable to try to do it alone. You we really can't. You, you really I, can't. I mean, I can't run my practice alone. Of course not. And there's I, no aspersions on your capability, but of course you can. No, nobody can. can do any of this stuff alone. So don't no. try. Don't pretend that it makes you weak because you can't do it without help. 
that I think that is one of the downfalls of us as individuals. I agree. We're afraid to ask for help. I agree. And we have a tendency to want to do everything by ourselves. We're not creatures don't, don't, of solitude. Don't you think, too, Doc, that backhandedly in the Western Hemisphere, especially, we've almost somehow subliminally been preconditioned, especially if we've been around for a while, over the years, to think that way. Been, I don't want to say brainwashed because maybe that's a little too strong, but maybe Well, it's the concept of pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. There you go. There you go. Right? Right. And, and you know, while growing up as a kid, when your dad says, just throw some dirt brain. on it. Spit throw some dirt you on it. You'll be fine. Yeah, you didn't break your wrist. I don't yeah. care if you can't move it. You're fine. You know, we've been raised that way. And Correct. to a certain extent, yeah, we have to have a little bit more chutzpah. <laughs> you know, we gotta, we have to push through things. Uh, but at the same time, we, we shouldn't ignore it. We need to keep keep hope alive in ourselves uh, and, and find people that are either going through the same thing or have solutions for you. Correct. Uh, don't, don't isolate yourself. That's, that's the, and I think we've really learned that from the incident of COVID. Isolation was not the, was not the cure. It, no. it was the disease. It's exactly, exactly. Uh, I, we should never isolate ourselves. Ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. But we, we, definitely don't want to get me started. we definitely don't want to get me started on that one because neither of us has enough time to talk that one. Yeah, we'll do that one on another show. We will. We will. On another so, show. So, Doc, <laughs> I'm going to bid you adieu for today. And thank you so much for being here today. And let's communicate behind the scenes, obviously, based on your availability. You've got a couple of other things to do. I'm always here. And we'll do this, <laughs> we'll do, we'll do this again. Sounds wonderful. I look okay. forward to it. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye, Doc. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Okay, folks, wrapping this up quickly. I'll see you all tomorrow. This is definitely playing hand-in-hand with the start of more intuitive groups, intuitive physicians. Here, too, we senior citizens, but for the kids from 1 to 92, more on our next show. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody.